<laughs> there we go, everybody. That's the reaction I've had every time I've been out for a run this year. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, it's Christmas time. Blimey, how did that come around so quickly? <laughs> Everybody, this is Running 44 at 60. This is Trevor Lee. This is episode 41. And I want to use this episode to wish you all a happy and enjoyable and, of course, safe Christmas. So... <laughs> I, I am going to do a little bit of a self-indulgent review of the year, but not on this podcast. That's going to be your post-Christmas treat. Whoa, you can't wait for that, can you? Yeah, this one's all about Christmas cheer to all the runners out there and all the potential runners out there as well. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're hoping for some running kit for Christmas so you can get out there and run, well, fantastic. But this Chris, this uh, podcast is all going to be a very short one. It's going to be a few shout-outs to people who have made running, well, for me personally, anyway, more interesting this year during, well, what has been a difficult year. Not a diff- Well, no, has it been a difficult year? Yeah, I think it has, hasn't it? Difficult year, an extraordinary year, a very different year. So there we go. Well, I started off, I did a couple of events this year. I did 27 or I think 27 races last year in 2019. This year I've done three. Two of those were back in February, the Bodmin Half and the Classic Jack. God, that was exciting, the Classic Jack. I think I fell over eight times. Was it eight? Maybe I've exaggerated that from six. I don't know. It was a lot. Anyway, God, that seems a lifetime away, that does. And then, of course, we got hit, didn't we? In you know, March came along, lockdown, and suddenly all the regular things that we do with running, like going up on a Wednesday night to the rugby club in Truro, where I go running with a run, running club here, it all suddenly stopped, didn't it? And um, I must admit, I, I kind of there was a there was a few things then that people in the running club started to do virtually, you know, get-togethers, groups, exercise classes, and all that, and it all kind of by, bypassed me that largely, mainly because my my university-aged children had come back, and suddenly they decided they wanted to get into running as well. So it was that was that was one of the big ups for me of, of what we've what have happened this year is that Beth and Jim wanted to do running and, you know, talk about that more in the next podcast. But we ended up doing a half marathon for my daughter, first time ever she did that. My son and I were doing 10K time trials, which was great, you know, for the first couple when I could beat him. And then after that, oh, just, lost, you know, trail of dust and that was it, you know. So anyway, this is Christmas. This is all about a quick thank you to several people who, you know, made my running year, uh, but, you know, re- you know, not too bad ultimately. So, First of all, a big shout out to the Truro Running Club chairman, Colin Bath and his wife, Nick, because Colin and Nick um, have, have, have kept Wednesday nights going uh, for the running club. We've had to do it. We're in tier one, which has been very lucky, um, but we've had to do little groups of six people 
and um, Colin's been organising those every uh, every Wednesday. There's been an Eventbrite group set up, which his wife Nick has organised, and you have to book your slot and all that sort of stuff, and that's been great for everybody. So, um, and I, as one of the running club leaders, it's uh, yeah, it's it's I think there were a couple of funny things. There was uh, it, it's kind of uh, you know everyone, all the leaders have kind of got a little obsessive about. Their their route being sold out, so I've got five places to sell on my route, and I I check the email on a Sunday night about half an hour after it's gone out to see whether I've managed to break my record for selling out in time. So uh, I think it's caused quite a frenzy of booking for some of these routes as well. So that's been good. I think in one of them uh, we uh, the start of this we had to book our own route, our own place on our own route, and um, I went on about an hour after my after it all you know you could book, and I, I couldn't get on my own route. So, ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So that that uh, that was you know that that changed now and all that sort of stuff. So that was good fun. Um, so there we go. And then of course the Truro Running Club, and I'm sure your Running Club did lots of lots of virtual things as well. But the Truro Running Club did lots of what was called Captain's Challenges. So big shout out to Alex Marples and Claire Menzing, the two captains who've organised a, a constant stream of uh, virtual events really for everyone to take part in and they've been putting league tables together and loads of motivational messages and it's been I think 80 odd people took part in one of them you know which is fantastic so uh, yeah that was really really good fun I mean I, I was a bit late to the party on that I think I missed the first two but then once I got in my stride and a few of them were a few of the events were uh, age related as well or age age adjusted. So being an old codger like me, then it was uh, that was really useful as well. Although I must admit, I made a mess up of one of them. I was convinced there was one of them where you had to see how many miles you could run between five a.m. and eight a.m. And uh, I decided this was a this was this was this was something for me because I think we were in teams at that point. And uh, I thought, well, not many people are going to do that, frankly. You know, there'll be the odd stalwarts who will do it, you know, and just get out there and, and, and make it happen. But I thought, I've got a chance here of a decent uh, run and age-adjusted, you know, I could do okay here. So there I was out at 5am. I picked a route across the top road here in Truro, which is relatively flat, and I just went up and down, up and down. <laughs> it's about a four-mile loop, I suppose, altogether. And uh, I ended up doing 17.6 miles, and I thought, oh, great, you know, age-adjusted. And then I, uh, I I went up to enter it, and I realised it wasn't age-adjusted. Uh, so, But anyway, somehow... I managed to get the bronze medal in that competition. <laughs> and again, I think it was my strategy of no one else is going to want to get up at 5am and run for three hours. So so that was because it was September when this came out. So that, that kind of worked in my favour. So that was great fun. Um, I'd like to also thank everybody who's been part of my group during the uh, during the times when we have been able to run as a small group of six, you know, uh, and all that sort of stuff. So particularly Andy and Lorraine Brown, uh, Linda, Claire Palmer... Angeline, Andy Williams, Jonathan Myers—they've all been regular, regular parts of my group. So thanks to all those guys for for making you know making that happen and making those you know little runs that we've been doing around about six miles most weeks. You know, really enjoyable. And also to the little gang, the same sort of people who have been uh, you know meeting up on a Saturday. Uh, we've just been doing again, you know, small group running on a Saturday. That's been great as well. So we've kept the miles ticking over, and I think that's been really useful. Um, also, a shout out to uh, to the other regular leaders, you know, uh, on behalf of everybody at the running club uh, in Truro for doing that, and you know, people like Adrian and Liz. 
and some others as well, and uh, Colin and Nick, who've been, you know, leading, uh, Nick, who've been leading uh, groups a lot uh, during this difficult lockdown period. So thanks, I'm sure, for everybody for doing that. Thanks also to um, everybody who's... Um, who's been on the, uh, you know, going back to Parkrun, because Parkrun is a big thing, isn't it, you know? Um, and, of course, we've struggled doing Parkrun, haven't we, you know? So, uh, we didn't just have, you know, Parkrun, the last Parkrun was in March, and it's been really hard for everybody. But, you know, this is about the whole year, so let's not forget everybody who, you know, was, was organising the Parkrun up until that time, and no doubt will do again. So let's, uh, let's give them a little bit of this. There we go. <laughs> and as I said right at the beginning of this, this is episode number 41 of the Running 44 at 60 podcast. God, it's closing in now. It's May the 22nd now. It's come forward about three weeks. Well, um, because of the, there's another version of this race being also organised by another organisation. So, um, yeah, it's maybe it's got a little bit competitive here, hasn't it, really? And that. So that's happening. Um, and, you know, big shout out, really, to event organisers up and down the, well, across the globe, but up and down the UK, who've organised, I know a lot of my friends have taken part in virtual events, you know, there's been loads of virtual challenges going on and all this sort of stuff. And, you know, the London Marathon was typical of that, wasn't it? You know, it was when just everybody went out and did their own thing. So, you know, fantastic, you know, brilliant that all these people have got so many people kept their interest in running, done all these virtual things. And so congratulations and big thanks to everybody who's organised those as well. So finally, my Christmas thanks very much column, then, uh, you know, just a, a thanks really to everybody who's appeared on this podcast. Not only, well, let's thought, you know, thank you for listening to start with. If you've managed to leave a review, then a big thank you to you for that. If you haven't done so far, well, why not do that? That would be great. If you look on your podcast app and you bring up the show, uh, you'll see the little artwork and then just scroll down a little bit and then you'll see a chance to leave a review and you can leave one, two, three or four or hopefully five stars and you can put some words in it, um, which would be nice as well. So thank you for that. And uh, well, finally, a shout out. You know, I've had a, quite a few guests on the uh, on the on the on the show this year as well. So I'd like to just thank those. I'm just flicking down my list now. So let's just have a look who's been on the uh, who's been on the show. So uh, yep, for, yeah, first first guest we had on the show was the uh, the team at Francis Clark. So f- thanks very much, guys, for that. Came on the show. Talk to help me talk about the uh, the classic quarter. Gave me some advice on the course. This is that was back in crack. I can't believe that that was back in January. We did that interview, and that was before all the uh, interviews went online. Also to Imogen from the Running Club. Who there we go, Imogen. Imogen came on the podcast at the beginning of April. Talked about running a hundred miles in April and. Uh, <laughs> Crikey, you know, I found that I, I did 100 miles in March and then I did it in April. Never done 100 miles in a month before either. So, but more of that in the next episode. Also to uh, some of my old college friends, Davy Hall and the Anthony family. And then the next guest was the man who likes to hog being on this podcast. You know, he, he's on it all the time. Andy Williams, he's been on it three times this year. Three times.
Uh, actually, no, he's been on it twice. He, he came on and we talked about lockdown running in May. And then we did a, because uh, he was my uh, running buddy in the classic quarter. We did half each in September and Andy and I did a, a Sunday morning uh, show uh, talking about it. He's also appeared on my business podcast. So yeah, he has made three podcasts. So yeah, there you go. Well done, Andy. Oh. And then as we went into November, Richard Moore made a, a reappearance. Richard is a stalwart runner. He was one of those who did the first ever London Marathon in 1981. And he was all lined up to do the 2020 version as well um, and raise a lot of money. But that was called off. So I'm, I'm thinking, I think he said in, on the podcast, I think he did say that he was trying to defer. Well, he was going to take it up in 2021. So let's hope that that happens. So good for you, Richard. Stuart Thompson came on. Stuart did his first 100 miler this year. The Centurion Autumn 100. Uh, so listen out for that. If you're thinking of doing a 100 miler, it sounded a really good one because it, it was like four loops of, a, of 25 miles each all and then all back to the same place. So like a cross, ultimately. And then Lee Cooper came on at the end of November. God, I can't believe that was the end of November. Sharing top tips on nutrition and health ideas as well. So there we go. So a big shout out to all those guests. So that really is it, ladies and gentlemen, for my Christmas show. <laughs> no Christmas music. You've heard enough of Christmas music, haven't you? So anyway, listen, I, I hope you have all have a very enjoyable Christmas. Between Christmas and New Year, I'm going to produce my final episode of the year. And I'm just going to self-indulge and look back at my running and all the people I ran with in uh, 2020. There we go. Nearly <laughs> said 2021 there. So, yeah, so have a safe Christmas. I hope you get some nice running bits for Christmas that'll inspire and motivate you to get out there and, uh, you know, shake off that Christmas pudding. And uh, it's, you know, it's looking like it's going to be a mild, even though it might be a little wet Christmas. But hey, no such thing as uh, wet conditions, is there? Just clothing and all that stuff. So... Happy Christmas, everybody. Stay safe. See you on the next episode. And if I don't see you before in person, see you in 2021. Bye for now.